With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dr. Diane Duckett, and welcome to another episode of Becoming You. This podcast is to help assist you in becoming a better successful you in life and in business. I am delighted to share with you today on just that. We know that becoming a better you takes work. In fact, it takes a lot of work, work that we sometimes really don't want to do on ourselves. So today, I want to talk about get out of your own head now. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Becoming You. Uh, Yes, this podcast today is going to be about getting out of your own head. Get out of your own head now. Um, I'm going to read a scripture uh, just to kind of start us off today so we can kind of keep the scripture in mind as we go through our conversation on today um, as far as the topic is concerned. Get out of your own head now. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5, the translation, I mean, the Passion Translation states, we can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the Anointed One. And once again, that is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. And I was reading from the Passion Translation. How many of you know that sometimes we are deeply embedded into our own head? Deeply embedded into the things that are occurring um, in our own head. Um, and sometimes when we are embedded uh, into... Uh, things that are in our head, we get stuck. We can't get out of our own head. Um, And I liken it to be that, um, you know, we are in relationship with our mind. Um, We're we're entangled, you know, with whatever is going on uh, in our mind, our thoughts, our thinking, whatever is going on up there in our mind. 
Um, and sometimes, whatever it may be, it may be hard for us to get uh, out of our own head. Um, as a matter of fact, some of us just stay in our own head because we just like it there. We just like staying in our own head and we just want to be there, you know, and uh, basically uh, live there in our own head with our own thinking, with our own thoughts. Um, but today, you know, I really want to talk about how, you know, we can get out of our own head and we can do it now. Because um, I believe that sometimes when we are entertaining uh, certain thoughts um, in our own head, it keeps us stuck from becoming who God has created us to be. And so how can we become, you know, if we won't allow our thought patterns to change, if we don't allow our thinking to change, how can we become fully what God has uh, truly called us to be, you know, if we can't get out of our own head? Um, I did this exercise with a group. Um, it was a time, it's called the time machine. And I asked the group, you know, these following questions. Um, I asked them, uh, if you were able to travel through time, either forward or backward, where would you go? Uh, would you go forward or would you go backward? And to my surprise, I thought I was going to be um, seeing, you know, half will say uh, forward and the other half will say backwards, but the whole entire audience said backwards. And that was like a really uh, mind-blowing thing uh, to me because I'm like, oh, okay, everybody wants to go backwards and not forward. And so that's how sometimes you know, we stay on our head because we want to live in our past versus, you know, trying to live uh, for our future or live in the future. Um, sometimes we want to go back to, you know, a period of period in time where we want to, you know, um, you know, I guess get some understanding, you know, uh, do things differently, uh, 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 become don't become, you know, try not to become the person that we may be today, the person that we may not like today. Um, and so that's why many people would want to look backwards because um, there are some things that they might want to change, you know, about the aspects of their life uh, today. Also, too, uh, within that question, um, as they answered, where, uh, uh, where would you go? Um, um, uh, I'm sorry. Um, if you were able to travel through time, either forward or backwards, where would you go? Um, and a lot of persons said, you know, they would go, you know, to visit their grandma. They would uh, go to, you know, see why the father didn't want to be in a relationship with them. Um, you know, they was, uh, said like, oh, I will go back uh, and get my college degree. I will go back to college. Um, so we could see, you know, how be going backward, you know, uh, would change some things for you know, people, uh, because, you know, sometimes, you know, even when we've lived that life, depending on what age you are in life right now, when we've lived that life, sometimes we regret, you know, the decisions that we've made, um, you know, uh, in our past, um, which, you know, if we wouldn't have made those decisions, those decisions, uh, could have helped us in our future. And I believe that things are not, um, you know, by accident, you know, sometimes, you know, you're not ready and you're not prepared to do the things that you may have wanted to do in your past, but you just wasn't prepared um, and you just wasn't ready yet to do those things. Um, and so many uh, people will look backwards because they are regretting, um, you know, not, you know, going to college or uh, not, you know, really um, confronting their father about why the dad didn't want to be in the life. Um, uh, really spending time with the grandmother before grandma passed away, 
you know, it's a lot of things that people will go backwards for. And then um, I asked them if, if, you know, since you chose backwards to which time period um, would you go and why? And many was basically saying back, to, you know, towards either middle school or um, as a young adult um, or uh, one person said, shared when um, their uh, their son died, right? Um, because uh, that person was saying, you know, why? Because he believed that um, he could have kept his son from, you know, making certain decisions in his life before, you know, um, that, you know, traumatic event occurred. Um, and so sometimes, you know, we cannot get out of our heads now because we're living in a time machine. Um, and we know that a time machine could either take you back or could take you forward, right? Um, but it's not going to keep you, you know, here um, in the present. So it's like um, I'm reminded of the um, the movie Back to the Future um, where, you know, they go back into the future to, you know, go and discover some things. I think he wanted to get his parents to really uh, come together uh, to make his dad more stronger, um, you know, and not allow, you know, um, uh, the, the one character to bully his dad and stuff like that. So, uh, sometimes, you know, people have a purpose of going back to the future backwards, uh, so that they can, you know, kind of rectify some things, um, you know, that have occurred e either in their life or in someone else's life. Um, but, at, but most of the time people won't look to the future. Now I know that there was a movie back to the future. Um, I think that was like the last one. Um, but all the other, you know, um, movies uh, of Back to the Future with several with several of them, um, where they went back into the future, and rarely people would want to go. I mean, back into yeah, back into the future. Rarely people will want to go into the future, but they would want to go back, um, backwards, back into the future, just to change some things and see how things um, would uh, work differently. And so, um, we have to be able to get out of our heads, um, you know, by not looking back on our past, not looking back on the things that, you know, may have, um, discouraged us, may have given us anxiety or, uh, depression, um, or, or stressed us out, you know, sometimes looking back is not good for us because, um, it will bring on certain triggers that, um, uh, will make us relive, uh, those, uh, events again. And sometimes, you know, you may not want to relive those events again, specifically, especially if you're not healed from it. Um, if you're not healed from, you know, those uh, specific events, those traumatic events, those events that did not serve you well, you know, uh, sometimes it does, it's not worth looking back because um, the healing uh, was did not come and um, you may not be prepared for, you know, the reliving of what happened in the past uh, to occur. So some people just dismiss that part, you know, they just, you know, moved on and said, you know, I'm looking to the future. I'm not looking to, the, to my past. And that's why most will not look back to their past, but they will look to the future because they know that if they look back into the past, that is not going to really uh, give them what they need. All, all they're going to do is, is they're going to be reliving the, um, you know, the events that occurred back in the past. Um, also, I'm reminded of, you know, the Bible, um, uh, when it talks about, you know, um, um, uh, Lot and his wife, uh, where, you know, uh, God told them, you know, not to look back, 
um, when he was uh, uh, releasing them, giving them the freedom uh, to move on, to move forward. And God told them not to look back. But of course, Potiphar, uh, not Potiphar, um, Lot's wife wanted, uh, like was hard-headed. Basically, she was hard-headed and she looked back. And when she looked back, she turned into a pillar pillar of salt. And so uh, sometimes, you know, if God tells us not to look back, don't look back. Because if you look back, you could die, right? You know, you could die from looking back because looking back may be that much painful, like maybe really painful for you to really look back in your past, right? Look back from where, uh, from, from which you come from. And so with, um, Lot's wife, you know, who turned into a pillar, pillar of salt, when she looked back, you know, she looked back and, you know, all that, um, experience that she had the pain and all that stuff I think what it was is that she really did not want to leave the past and sometimes we don't want to leave the past because that's what we're comfortable with with that's what we're uh you know um uh comfortable with uh you know with the past because um that's all we knew uh that's all we knew and now you're telling me not to look to my past but to look to the future I don't know what the future is going to hold. I don't know what the future is going to bring, but I do know what my past brought me. I do know what the past, you know, did. Um, even though it may have been a, a painful uh, past, it may have been a um, traumatic past, it may have been a past that did not serve me uh, or you or whoever, um, just talking in general, um, uh, sometimes people just want to stay in the past because that's what they're familiar with. It's like when somebody go to jail, when somebody goes to prison, it's like, you know, if you've been in prison for 25 years, uh, guess what? You, you're going to want to, uh, probably go back. So many, many times people who are in prison for 25 years, um, and come out, you know, um, as a free person, uh, when they get out back into society, they don't know what to do. It's like they're lost. Um, because now the, 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 the society is not even familiar, uh, for them. And so what they do is they kind of go get in some more, get, get in trouble again so they can go back to what they're comfortable with, to what they're familiar with, which is, uh, prison and, and, and the people that, you know, reside there. Um, and so, um, sometimes, you know, looking back, um, does not help, um, because sometimes looking back will put us back in the same position that we were in. And then we are be, you know, sitting sit up there saying, you know, oh, I shouldn't have made that choice. or I shouldn't have made that decision. Oh, I should not have looked back. But, you know, some people will look back. Um, is anyone familiar with an escape room? Um, it's basically a room that you go into to escape uh, yourself from. Basically, you have to figure out how to get out of the room with the clues that are given to you. And, um, you must solve it to get the code to the next clue. I've never been in a physical escape room, but I have created a virtual escape room for my students with the same concept, but, um, with the same concept. Um, my students love the virtual experience, except when they could not figure out the clues, they wanted me to give them the answer uh, to the clues to get to the next clue so they could uh, be the first group to escape uh, the virtual room. Uh, to, uh, to escape the virtual room. And so uh, with that being said, um, you know, of course, students, kids, they, you know, it's like they're in this competition type of thing. Um, and for them to be able to win 
um, you know, when uh, they, you know, wanted some answers to be able to get out of out of the escape room. And many got stuck in the virtual escape room. They spent a couple of days in the virtual um, room because, you know, the virtual room was not set up for a class period. It was set up for, you know, a couple of days for students to complete. But however, some you know, uh, got stuck in the escape room uh, for a couple of days, and the and some uh, never made it out of the uh, virtual escape room. And although they were given basic clues, they began to overthink, um, overthink to the point they got stuck. Right? They got stuck. How many of you know that when you overthink too much, you know, um, you can get stuck. When you overthink too much, you can get stuck. And when you overthink too much, you can't get out of your own head now, right? So, you know, they overthought, you know, too much. Like, it's like, you know, we know that this lollipop is a red lollipop, right? But now you're going to try to convince me that it's a dark red lollipop or um, a bright red lollipop. But we know that it's a red lollipop. And so here, here we are, we're overthinking what color you know, this lollipop is. Is it red? Is it dark red? Is it light red? But no, we know that this color is red. And so now we're trying to overthink about what color this lollipop is. And that's how, you know, we get stuck in our own head. I mean, even, you know, when you come to the conclusion that the lollipop is indeed red, uh, you're probably be, um, thinking, you know, before you go to bed at night, well, was that color really red? You know, but it was a dark berry red. It was like a, you know, a apple red or a cherry red or a watermelon red. Um, but it wasn't exactly red. And so you'll start again overthinking where you cannot get out of your own head now. And so they could not get out of, out of their own head, my students. Um, you see, with an escape room, you can ask for help to give you the next clue. And so the what the first group did, they did ask for help and they got the answer <coughs> or they got assistance um, with uh, uh, help with the next clue, um, help with the clue that they was currently on to get to uh, the next clue. But most uh, do not ask for help because they want to figure it out on their own. And sometimes, you know, we have to ask for help when we are stuck. Um, when we're even stuck in our head, you know, and we can't get out now, we have to be able to ask for help. You know, speak to a counselor, speak to a therapist, speak uh, to your pastor to help you to navigate, you know, what your thoughts are, you know, saying to you and what your thoughts are bringing to you. Um, because sometimes, you know, your thoughts, you know, it's, this is why we overthink um, because of the negative thoughts that are in our minds. That's when we start to overthink, you know, too much where it's like, you know, um, you know, you just stay there and it's like something that, you know, you just be thinking about overthinking every single day because uh, you won't go talk to somebody about it. And so it's okay to talk to a counselor, a therapist or a pastor to help you to navigate um, your thoughts because how in the world can we become ourselves if we won't communicate because communication is a big deal right a communication is a big thing uh, we have to be able to communicate because we were created uh, to communicate with one another and so if we can't communicate you know how you know we're feeling and how things have um, really uh, affected 
expected us and like to a counselor, a therapist, or maybe a pastor, you know, then we're not doing ourselves any good, any justice because, you know, we were created for communication and we have to be able to communicate. Um, I see so many people who really, you know, are out there overthinking, who are, who cannot get out of their own heads, you know, who are trying to figure it out themselves, but just won't talk to nobody. And so what they do is they seclude themselves, they isolate themselves, they abandon themselves because they, they do not want uh, to share what it is that um, is going on with them. I remember, you know, and I think we all can relate to this when your mom and dad says, you know, whatever goes on in this house stays in this house. And that's what many have done. Many have, you know, took uh, that cliche, whatever, whatever goes on in this house stays in this house um, to heart, right? And so they never get to open up. They never uh, get to share their vulnerabilities. They never, you know, uh, trust anyone because um, in their head, right, right there, right there, right there, you can't get out of your own head now because in your head, all you heard was in, when you growing up, you know, what goes on in this house stays in this house, right? Um, and so therefore it does not do a person, uh, uh justice or uh, service because they're not able to really open up the, the, open up the way that they really want to open up. Um, and so now they're carrying this all on the inside of them, um, and can't get out of their own head. And sometimes, you know, uh, when you can't get out of your own head, you know, it's going to cause some problems, uh, with, with you. It's going to cause you friendships. It's going to cause you, you know, um, anxiety. It's going to cause you probably depression, um, and stress. It's going to cause you some things, you know, it's going to do some toll to your body because you're not able to share, uh, with others what's going on, uh, with you. I remember taking a discipleship class years ago and, uh, I had such a traumatic, um, background, such a traumatic, you know, uh, life coming up that, you know, when I did, uh, participate in this discipleship program, it was hard for me to open up to others because I felt like if I shared that others was going to take what I said and use it against me. And so I would have this wall up, this wall up so much so that it was not coming down. I was not going to allow anyone, um, or anything to come in and, you know, uh, uh, distract me, uh, disturb me, uh, take me off focus, or even try to use and abuse me because um, I didn't trust you. I didn't trust that. I didn't trust people because of what ha what I had experienced in my past. But at some point, I had to get out, get out of my own head and I had to do it, you know, quick, fast, and in a hurry because if I wouldn't have gotten out of my head, I probably wouldn't be sitting here today. You know, I probably, I don't know where I would be, but I probably wouldn't be sitting here today. But because of discipleship, you know, drawing uh, closer to Christ, uh, you know, and having the mind of Christ, you know, I was able to, you know, uh, eventually take down the wall you know, take down that wall that I had up for so many years down uh, to let people um, really come in into my world, to come in um, and, and allow me to share with them, you know, uh, things that have happened to me. And so, um, like I said, that's why it's really important to communicate, get some Get a counselor, get a therapist, somebody you can trust, you know, a pastor to help you to navigate through that, um, you know, getting out of your head. You might have to join a discipleship program, you know, or, you know, yeah, discipleship program to really um, open up to the group, the small group that you are maybe a part of. And so, um, because we can't become, we cannot become until we are able to 
really accept ourselves, you know, for who God has created us to be. Um, I didn't even really, I didn't find my calling. I didn't even know I had a calling until discipleship. Had I not been in discipleship, um, I wouldn't have known that, you know, God had, you know, purpose and destiny assignment uh, for my life, right? But discipleship was, was the one that showed me and God revealed to me uh, in uh, discipleship that he had called me. Um, I had purpose. I had destiny. I had assignment. You know, isn't it something, you know, where, you know, you grow up and you're in church all your life, um, but for some reason you just don't really understand that there is purpose on your life, that there is destiny on your life, because destiny and purpose is really not, uh, was really not spoken about, but what was spoken about was the love of Jesus Christ and how, you know, he got up on that cross to die uh, for our sins, to save us, you know, so that we can live and not die. Um, but however, purpose, never hearing purpose, you know, being really taught or preached uh, back in the day, it's being taught now and it's being preached now and it's being, you know, uh, it's, it's giving people um, hope uh, for their future. And that's why you see uh, a literary people uh, literally going after you know, uh, what God has uh, told them that they can have, right? Going after that purpose, going after their destiny, going after their um, assignment, because, you know, back in the day, you know, you didn't really see that. You didn't see people running after their purpose because they didn't know that they had a purpose. They didn't even know about purpose, um, right? So um, um, uh, we have to be able to, you know, communicate and open up so that we can um, be able to, you know, become what God has truly allowed us to come. I believe that we all at some point in our life have been a part of an escape room. Uh, so, uh, so much so you are in an escape room um, as I speak. Some of you are in an escape room as I speak, meaning you have allowed your mind to enter a room and you got stuck there and you cannot figure out how to get out of your own head now to escape all the thoughts, all the chatter, all the negative thinking. Um, and as a matter of fact, it has become entertainment for your mind, entertainment, um, you know, uh, entertaining every thought, every chatter, um, every negative thinking that's talking or, or taking your peace in your mind. And that's why people make bad choices, bad decisions, um, or wrong choices or wrong decisions because uh, they could not get out of their own head now. Um, people, you know, the thoughts that you allow to play um, in your mind, uh, you know, every second, every minute, every hour, every day is what's going to um, uh, uh, actually push you to uh, make uh, choices, uh, wrong choices. Depend on, it depends on what the the thought is, because it could be a positive thought, right? But if it's a negative thought um, and, or thought that that you should not have in your head, you know, in your mind, um, those thoughts, you know, if you keep, you know, uh, entertaining those thoughts, um, those thoughts are going to make you make poor judgment, poor decisions, and then you're going to wind up in situations and places that, um, you know, it's going to, you know, uh, do some things, uh, you know, uh, to you, to your spirit, to the people that are around you, to, um, your social aspects of your, of your life. And so you got to be able to, um, make sure that, you know, you are getting out of your head now. So you won't make those wrong choices. So you won't make those, uh, wrong decisions. I believe that when you make wrong choices and wrong decisions, it affects everybody around you. Um, and sometimes people don't realize that, you know, those decisions 
you know, will affect those that, you know, are around you. So you have to be very careful on what you're entertaining, you know, the chatter, uh, the negative thinking. Um, you got to make sure that you're not, you know, entertaining those things uh, every single day. You got to come up with a plan uh, to get that chatter, to get that negative thinking out of your mind uh, so that you can get out of your head uh, now. Um, the mindset um, for us is that, you know, getting out of our head is something hard for us to do. You know, it's hard for us to really change our mindset, specifically, you know, once your mind has been made up, you know, once you have learned, you know, some things from your mama, your daddy, your grandmama, you know, the preacher, whoever, you know, sometimes, you know, when your mind is set on certain things, guess what? Your mind stays there. Um, but you got to be able to shift your mind at some point so that you can get out of your head now um, so um, that you can become. Um, and I know that it's hard to do that because it requires you to move on from what's keeping you from getting out of your head now. You know, our thoughts play a major role in our mental health. Um, and sometimes, you know, um, we don't um, recognize, um, you know, our, our mental health, you know, when it's all said and done. Some of us don't even know that it's mental and it's messing with your health, right? Um, but we have to realize that, you know, mental health is important. So we have to be able to, um, you know, confront and uh, talk about, release, whatever, uh, so that we can move on from what's keeping, you know, you and I from getting out of our own heads now. So our thoughts, you know, um, um, also create our emotions, not our emotions create our thoughts. People always say your emotions, you know, are your thoughts and your thoughts, you know, are your emotions, but your thoughts create your emotions because what you think is what you feel, you know, not the other way around, not what you feel is what you think. No, it's what you think is what you feel. Um, and so our emotions, um, our thoughts create our emotions, not our emotions create our thoughts. Our emotions are a byproduct of what we think. You know, what we think, you know, as a man thinketh, so is he, right? And so if you're thinking a thing, you know, that's a byproduct. Um, I'm sorry, if you're thinking a thing and you're living out that thinking um, on that thing, um, it's a byproduct of what, um, you know, you think. Our thoughts are what dictates our decisions and behaviors. Uh, sometimes, you know, if it's negative thoughts, and I'm on a negative uh, thoughts here because that's how... The negative thoughts won't allow us to get out of our heads now. Um, the positive thoughts will because the positive thoughts celebrate. The power, positive thoughts um, empower. The positive thoughts inspire. The power, uh, the powerful thoughts, uh, positive thoughts, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, want you to, you know, push you forward, move you forward. It won't leave you hanging, you know, uh, in the balcony, but it's going to, you know, cheer you on. Uh, to, you know, move forward and to really go for uh, what you truly believe you can have, right? And so your positive thoughts are something that uh, will celebrate you the whole entire time. It's, it's the negative thoughts that keeps us stuck. It's the negative thoughts that uh, brings on, uh, you know, certain behaviors uh, that, you know, um, may not be pleasing to others, right? Um, our thoughts are, you know, the, the is what leads the way 
to our successes or our failures. Um, so if we're carrying negative thoughts, you know, how can we really become successful, you know, in um, our life if we, if we got these negative thoughts going on? Um, but, you know, uh, these thoughts, you know, negative thoughts is what leads uh, to, uh, you know, your uh, success. I mean, I'm sorry, your thoughts, not your negative thoughts, because your negative thoughts may lead you to failure, but your overall thoughts will lead you to either success or uh, failure. So our thoughts uh, become defined by our thinking, which leads to our emotional state, um, our mental health. And this can be negative or positive by, um, but majority of the time um, it's the negative thinking, the unwanted thinking, the chatter uh, that won't let you get out of your head now. Um, you know, we have the Olympics uh, this weekend, uh, famous gymnastic uh, gymnastics um, gymnasts. Uh, she uh, walked off of the floor um, because of her mental health, because of the chatter that was taking place um, in her mind, because of the, the thoughts that she had um, in her mind. But she knew what to do. She said, you know, that, you know, it was better for her to, you know, walk off because of the state of mind that she was in. Um, and she was going to care for herself. Many people will not care for themselves. Many people will just go and attempt to, you know, uh, finish it out. Um, yet, um, they're tore up on the inside um, because of, you know, what people are saying about them, how people are saying it. Um, and they're allowing, you know, those thoughts and those chatters, you know, to interrupt um, and to disrupt and to disturb you know, their performance. And so with this young lady, she decided, you know, to, you know, walk off because she decided that her mental health was more important uh, than a game, right? Your mental health is more important than, than the game, right? Than a, than a game. Um, and she knew and she knows who she's becoming. And so when you know who you're becoming and when you are becoming, you're going to take a pause. You know, you're going to pause you know, out of some things. You're going to pause from work. You're going to pause from the performance. You're going to pause from the sport. You're going to pause from the job. You're going to pause from the business. You're going to pause because you know that if you do not take that pause, that it's going to affect uh, your mental health. And you want to be as healthy um, as possible as you're fulfilling, you know, purpose, destiny, and assignment that God has for your life. And so you must take a pause, you know, so you pause and then you come back. You pause and then you come back. You pause pause and then you come back and so once you pause you know and take that time out for yourself get yourself together you know so that your mind can be right then you go back you know um and perform and do whatever it is that you need to uh do but this is how we understand ourselves this is how we get to understand ourselves even more because back in the day when we look backwards when we look in our past you know no one never told us about mental health we just thought that oh oh um um, you know, uncle was crazy. You know, that man was just crazy. That boy was just crazy. That girl, she just didn't know what she, you know, was doing. She just, like, she was just losing her mind. But they didn't call it mental health. They just, you know, talked about it. You know, talked about the people when they were crazy. Talked about people that was losing their mind. Talking about, you know, you know, just talking about people. But they never said, go get help. They never said, go seek out counseling or therapist uh, to get you from, you know, that, you know, from whatever it is that was probably making you crazy or making you, um, 
making you, um, you know, stand off or uh, standoffish or whatever, um, that wasn't talked about, but, and, you know, back in the day. So why would you want to go look backwards? Like, why would you want to go look back in your past? Because when you look back in your past, it really didn't truly offer you anything, right? It's just, it's just, it did not offer you anything. It's just when you got into your future, when you look at your now, there's a lot of things that's being offered to you and you're able to, you know, hear it out and accept it and even, you know, uh, allow it to serve you or allow it not to serve you, right? But, you know, when we go back, I don't want to go back to my past. I definitely don't want to go back to my past because my past was just so, was hardship. Um, it was hardship and it was trauma, uh, tra many traumatic events that I do not want to relive or revisit um, um, because of the pain um, of it all. Um, and so um, mental health, you know, people really never talked about it. You know, they just said, you know, just uh, what they call it, um uh, throwing it under the rug and you just keep it moving, you know, whatever it is, you just throw it underneath the rug and you keep it, keep it moving. And so, um, um, you know, that, what was I saying? The mental health piece, people, uh, really didn't know about it until, uh, now, now that it's being spoken about, you know, a whole lot, you know, so, you know, sometimes you have to pause, you know, to go, uh, take care of yourself, take care of your mind, take care of your thoughts so that you can come back and, you know, do, uh, your, be, well, let's say this, be the best version, um, of yourself. You cannot be the best version of yourself if, you know, you can't get up, get out of your own head now. Um, and so, this can be negative or positive, but majority of the time, it's the negative thinking, the unwanted thinking, the chatter that won't let you get out of your own head now. Um, I'm reminded of the Apostle Paul when he penned these words here um, in Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, um, which states, So we can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through. So there, right there it says we can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God. So we have the power, you know, to demolish every deceptive, everything that's deceitful, everything that's um, a fantasy, everything that, you know, opposes God. We can uh, demolish it because God has given us the power to do so um, and break through um, every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of. So we can break through every arrogant attitude because, you know, sometimes we do have some arrogant attitudes, right? But we can break through those arrogant attitudes that is uh, raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. Um, you know, so that's another thing too. People can't get out of their own head now because they are arrogant and, you know, they're arrogant with an attitude. They're prideful. They're, they're, they're egotistic. They're whatever. Um, but you know, it doesn't serve them, uh, to really have these character traits, um, because God wants to really do some things with them. But until they know the knowledge of God with his arrogantness, um, uh, begin to uh, uh, be stripped away from them. The ego will be, again, to be stripped away from them because, you know, they're now seeing the true knowledge of God um, in their life. But when you can't see the true knowledge of God in your life, um, that's when the arrogance come in. That's when the ego comes in. That's when, you know, the person that you are really not, the false self, uh, comes in. Um, because you did not recognize it at first, but once you recognize the true knowledge of God, that's when, you know, uh, arrogance attitudes will begin to, um, be stripped away from you because you understand now, uh, what God is trying to do in your life. Uh, we capture 
It also says we capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bowed in obedience to the anointed one. And so, um, you know, even this thinking, even these thoughts that you may have that you cannot get out of your head now, it's like it, 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 it captures your mind, right? It captures your mind and it's like in prison. It's like it's in a prison where it's at war and every thought that is, you know, uh, you know, playing, you know, in your mind, um, it, you know, you have to, at some point, allow it to bow down, um, in obedience to the anointing. Well, how do we do that? What we do is we, we have to read the word of God. The word of God, um, stands true and the word of God helps us to get through so many, uh, difficulties in our life that, you know, we have to have the word of God, you know, in us, um, uh, as we are, dealing with life on a daily basis. And if you are not reading the word of God, you're doing yourself a disservice because how can you, um, you know, really, um, fight these thoughts off? Uh, cause you can't fight them off in your own strength, but you can fight them off, uh, with scripture, with the power of God. And those thoughts, you know, will, uh, bow in obedience to the anointed one, right? So you got to be able to read the word of God, pray, meditate, um, and, uh, that are all, all of those, uh, to help you to conquer, um, what's going on, um, in your mind, because you know what, at the end of the day, if you're doing all of those things, you are victorious and you will be able to get out of your own head. Uh, now here, the apostle Paul understood, you know, when he penned the scripture, he understood, um, that war, uh, takes place in our thoughts. He, uh, he sees himself at war with these false teachers and tells them, cause you know, Paul was at war with the people. He was at war with the, the, the teachers, the false teachers. Um, and many of us, you know, that's what our, that's where our thinking comes from too. Our negative thinking comes from because it's, you know, people that is making us, you know, think that way or what people may have said, you know, about you, how they may have criticized you. Um, they told you, you know, oh, I didn't like their hair color. And so you feel some kind of way. Oh, you, you know, you fat. So you feel some kind of way. Um, and so people's words to, uh, people's words to you will affect you more than, more than you think, um, more than you think. Um, and, uh, people say, don't let people's words, you know, affect you. You know, you know who you are in Christ. Yes. You know who you are in Christ. But if you are not walking in the true knowledge of God, if you're not, you know, really, um, um, you know, in your word, uh, in the word, uh, when people say stuff, if you are not fully grounded, uh, on a foundation, it's going to affect you. Those words are going to affect you. Just like they say, sticks and stones, may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Uh, yes, words will hurt you. And no, those words that hurt will can turn into negative thinking. Those words can turn into negative thinking, causing the war to break out um, in your mind. Um, and this is what Paul, you know, he, uh, you know, was dealing with some false teachers, you know, who were saying some things about him. And so these thoughts um, you know, I guess was going through Paul's head and there was a war waging, you know, within, uh, within himself because of, you know, what these false teachers were saying about him. And so, um, Paul tells them he does not fight with physical weapons, but with spiritual ones. And because, uh, Paul knew the word of God, you know, he knew the word of God. Um, he was able to, uh, uh, fight those thoughts. Um, of what those spiritual leaders, I mean, those false teachers were saying, you know, about him with, um, 
you know, the spiritual uh, scriptures, the scriptures that he already uh, knew, he already had um, in his belly. So he was able to, uh, you know, uh, um, fight, you know, spiritually versus fight physically. Uh, the battle of the mind here is the heart and minds of the people in Corinth. Because Corinth, you know, they was just, you know, they had a heart problem. They had a mind problem. You know, they just had a problem. Um, and so, um, in God's power, Paul and his co-workers are able to destroy all the arguments that they were having, you know, with one another. And, you know, um, um, the opinions that they were having um, because of what others were saying. Um, imposing this as spiritual war for mind, Paul reveals an essential truth. Uh, he says, wrong teaching leads to wrong thinking. And vice versa, right teaching leads to right thinking, which leads to, so wrong teaching um, leads to wrong thinking, which leads to disobedience to Christ. And right teaching, uh, verse, right teaching, uh, right teaching leads to right thinking, and it uh, leads to obedience to Christ. Can I tell you, your certain, uh, your circumstances can uh, control your thinking. Uh, your imaginations can become weapons that undermine your faith and hope. Many people um, have some serious circumstances, like, you know, circumstances and situations that they go through. Um, and when you have circumstances that are beyond you, um, out of your uh, control, but they are affecting you, um, it can control your thinking, um, and it can put you into a rut. It can put you into um, a place that, you know, you never wish to be in. But um, you can come out of it, right? Um, and sometimes most people won't come out of it because it's just affecting them, you know, that much more. I mean, like, it's just, like, really, you know, uh, put a toll on them because um, they just don't know how to um, respond or maybe even handle uh, what has been thrown at Adam, and so even sometimes when you are controlled by your thinking, um, sometimes your imagination will now go into override, overload, um, and can become weapons that undermine your faith and your hope um, because um, of what um, the circumstances have brought has brought to you. Uh, your thought can be in a repeatable loop. Um, and so, and when your thoughts are in a repeatable loop, you become at war with those repeatable thoughts, which causes you to stay in your head and not leave your thinking or uh, thoughts alone. It's like uh, um, uh, it's like playing a record. Some records we want to hear, and others we don't. Right? Uh, some records lift lift us up, and while others may, um, you know, uh, feel some kind of way, like, some, 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 uh, records will just, like, it's sad, some records are just sad, but you'll still listen to them, right, um, because sometimes those sad records, you know, will bring on some type of, um, emotion, you know, certain records carry heavy emotions, um, and when those, uh, um, records carry heavy emotions, sometimes those, uh, records are speaking directly to where you are, um, and now you're starting to feel, you know, those emotions and stuff like that. Whereas though, before when you listened to the song, it didn't, it didn't carry the emotions that you now have when you listen to the song, right? Um, and, um, so these records that carry heavy emotions is the records, uh, you put on repeat, um, because of your thinking and your thought pattern. Um, have you ever realized that your thoughts can be, 
like a broken record. Uh, you keep playing that record over and 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 over. Aren't y'all getting tired of me saying over and over and over, over and over and over, over and over and over again? See, that's like a broken record. Like, I just keep hearing over, over, over. Like, I just keep hearing that. Now, can you imagine your thoughts, you know, the thinking that you, the negative thinking that you may have that keeps playing over and over and over and over and over in your head over again? each and every single day, and no matter how many times you play that record, it's still going to sound the same, but it's going to have some added lyrics to it again. So the record may have originally said over and over and over, but now I just added over and 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 over again. So now there's some extra lyrics added to the now thinking, the still thinking that I have um, so it's just, now it's like you're dramatizing it. Like, it's like, it's really going into, uh, the full blown, um, dramatic scene, right? Cause these thoughts can do that when you listen to songs, you know, uh, that are said. Um, and that is, um, without thoughts, the more we play those thoughts in our head, the more repeatable it becomes and the more lyrics we add to our thoughts, like a broken record you've heard over and over again. Why is that? Because you won't get out of your own head now. I use the word repeatable because I want to introduce you to a new concept, which is looping thinking. Some of you already probably know what looping thinking is, but for some of you who don't know what looping thinking is, I want to introduce you to a new concept, uh, which is looping thinking. Uh, looping thinking is what affects our mental health, right? Looping thinking um, is... Um, uh, uh, cognitive uh, slash emotion loop, right? It's a it's a cognitive emotional loop that we go through every when we have this this type of thinking, this negative thinking, and so the process of um, con uh, continuously thinking about the same thoughts over and over again. Looping thinking is another word for rumination. Looping thinking can be dangerous to your mental health because it can become difficult to focus. You know, um, it can disturb your sleep. Uh, it can affect your, uh, or affect the way that you behave. Looping thinking can bring about depression, anxiety, stress, um, avoidance, loneliness, abandonment, rejection. It can bring about, it can bring about a whole lot of things when, um, looping thinking is occurring, um, in your mind. Um, it can, um, you know, really, uh, mess up your ability to think um, and process your emotions in a healthy way um, because this looping thinking has just got you all over the place. And so you don't know if you're coming, you don't know if you're going, you don't know which way to turn because this looping thinking just got, it just, it just has, it just has your mind. And so you're, you won't have the ability to really um, uh, process uh, this thinking and this emotion in a healthy way because of the loop in thinking. So if you've ever tried to think your way out of depression, anxiety, stress, uh, you may have found that it may made things worse. Uh, and this is because trying to reason your way out of your head leads to loop in thinking. How are we going to become ourselves? How are we going to be really fully become ourselves if we have this loop in thinking uh, going on. So it's one thing when you're studying for a test, right? Or quiz, um, or an exam, you know, you got to have this loop in thinking because you want to try to remember everything, um, that is, um, that you've learned. 
you want to try to remember everything that you learned. But when you have this negative thinking uh, that just so happens to pop up, that so happens to give you a negative experience because of a circumstance or a situation, this leaping thinking, you know, will literally damage you uh, to the point that, you know, it could really um, uh, put you... Uh, Put you, um, you know, in, in, in a put you in a a, a, a a position where you can't move, like you can't sleep, you can't eat, you can't. It's some something you you can't. You just can't. You may be crying all day, snotting all day because this leaving thinking, this negative thinking, has really just, uh, you know, got you stuck. Um, and it may be the main reason why we stay stuck in our minds, and because of the leaping thinking, uh, that we, um that we uh, allow to, you know, go uh, or happen um, in our minds. Um, so how do you break this leaping thinking? You know, how would you break it? You know, because sometimes when you have this leaping thinking, it's just, it's just, it's just like a um, dorsal battery. It keeps going and going and going and going. You know, even when you try to close your eyes to go to sleep, it just keeps going and going and going. When you wake up to get in the shower, it keeps going on. It keeps going and going and going and going. When you're in your car, it just plays again. It's like, it's just, it's a loop. It's, it's an ending loop. It's just a loop. It's just repeating itself over and over and over and over again. And so how do you break this loop in thinking? Well, one, I think that you break this loop, loop in thinking. You have to control how you think about the situation. Whatever that thought may be, whatever... Uh, that negative thinking may be that is in your mind that keeps you uh, thinking about it day in and day out. You got to now control how you think about that situation, right? Um, what you got to do is you got to allow that um, that 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 thinking to actually uh, 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 to actually what I want to say to actually um, you know give you back the power. Right, you want you want to actually give you back the power. You don't want it to be power over you, but you want to take back the power, right? You want to take back the power, and so you have to now control how you think about the situation. Um, and when so what so if you're in it, if you're in it, if you're thinking about that situation because of the thinking that's going on in your mind, maybe don't think about it. Maybe think about something lovely, something you know that makes you happy, something that gives you peace. Maybe turn your thinking around to something else versus the thinking that is keeping you in a loop, keeping your thinking in a loop. Because if you don't change your thinking and if you don't control your thinking, then guess what? You're going to stay in that loop and you're going to stay in that loop for a while, a long, long time. Um, that's probably why, you know, you see people who may be in mental institutions, you know, institutions um, because, you know, they had this loop in thinking. They had this thinking that, uh, this is just me saying this, but they had this thinking that they just couldn't get out of their head, right? They couldn't get out of their own head because of the loop in thinking. So you got to be able to control how you think about the situation. You know, is it really that serious? sometimes it is sometimes it, it's not um and even if it's real serious okay so what can you do about it now probably nothing right and so if you can't do nothing about it then hey you know why keep that why keep those thoughts you know looping in your mind if you can't do nothing about it right um and so you got to control how you think about that situation or about the situation the, the thinking that particular thinking that is looping in your mind over and over and over again and then um, that's like, you know, when, 
um, someone says, you know, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And then they, you know, just, why you keep saying you're sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired? And the more you say, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're now going to be sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, right? And then you're going to be complaining because you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, right? And so now you got to uh, change um you know, uh, how, uh, you think about that. You got to control how you think about being sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. You got to, you got to control how you think about, you know, that looping thinking, which is sick, being sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. You got to control how you think about that looping thinking. Talk about it. Talk about it to, with somebody, a counselor, a therapist. Now I will I will I will talk about a counselor and a therapist any old time because I know that they are resources. They are God sent that God put them on the earth to do just what they're doing to help us stop that looping thinking, to help us to get out of, get out of our own heads now. So we gotta be able to talk to somebody, somebody that we can trust, someone that's not gonna go out there and tell 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 all of our business, you know, someone that's gonna really truly uh, be real with us and help us to um, get from, you know, that, that looping thinking to a, a more healthy, um, a healthy, positive thinking um, in our lives. And so don't be afraid to talk to anyone. Don't be afraid, not anyone. I'm sorry, let me not say anyone. Because sometimes you just don't, you don't want to talk to your best friend or you don't want to talk to your neighbor uh, or your coworker. You, you want to talk to someone that can help you which is a counselor or a therapist, and sometimes a pastor can even um, guide you and assist you through uh, your looping thinking um, so that you can get out of your own head because ultimately we want to see everybody. I want to see you become who God has created you to be um, and, and some because, you know, when you can understand, and, 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 and y'all all know me right now, like, so I know that when something a negative uh, is taking place in my life that, okay, man, God is really uh, setting me up for something great. I'm always saying he's always, not for something bad, but for something great. He got something, he got something up his sleeve that's going, that's going to benefit me. And whenever I go through, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, thinking, you know, certain things uh, or situations or circumstances that I may go through, I always look at, okay, God, what is it that um, you're trying to say to me? Uh, what is it that you want me to be, do um, in this moment? Like, because I believe that God, any problem that you have, any circumstance that you have, any situation that you have, God is really trying to show you more of you. Like, he wants you to understand yourself so much so that whenever anything comes into uh, your mind on a negative thing, guess what? You will know you. You will know your strength. You will know your values. You will know your beliefs. You will know your word. You will know God um, and your relationship with God. And so those things will not affect you the way that it will affect most people because you have a relationship uh, with God because God is going to share with you how to navigate through that, how to respond uh, to it. I believe that he's going to do it. You know, even though, you know, we may, our minds may be in a spiritual, uh, uh, spiritual warfare, you know, um, but God gives us exactly what we need to come out of it. And so we got to be able uh, to um, use uh, what God gives us to help us, you know, to become whole and to become who he has created us to become. Um, also too, what I do in the morning, 
Um, I can uh, consider doing a mind dump in the morning when you wake up. Um, and so I'm not sure if many of you know what a mind dump is. Uh, many of you know, many, many of you know, many of you might know what a mind dump is, but for those of you who don't know what a mind dump is, I want, uh, uh, you to do this exercise, um, so that, you know, in the mornings when you wake up, um, so that you can kind of clear the clutter that's happening in your mind. Um, and to help you do this is what we call the mind dump. Um, because in order for us to become, you know, mentally stable and having the mind um, of Christ, you know, and having a mindset that God wants us to have, we must consider a mind dump um, each and every morning or whenever we feel as though we need to dump, right? And so what um, a mind dump does is a mind helps you uh, dump uh uh, uh, all the things that you are thinking, overthinking, thinking, anything that comes to mind is going to help you to um, dump that out, right? So it involves removing the overthinking and the ruminating uh, thoughts from your mind and placing them somewhere else. And this can help you live more free freely throughout each day as the things that are troubling you are being resolved. Uh, mind dumping is a process you would do um, in the morning when you wake up, uh, you would, uh, you know, get get out your, you know, your journal or, or notebook or even a piece of paper and write anything, anything that comes to mind. Um, so this is not something that you're thinking about, but it's just anything that's coming to mind at that time, at the, in that moment. And anything and everything that is in your mind, um, and as you are jotting it down, you know, writing every, anything and everything that's coming uh, to your mind, you are releasing um, any and everything, um, any and everything that comes to mind. You are removing the clutter uh, 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 from your mind and placing it outside of yourself. Let me say that again. Uh, when you re you are releasing any and everything that comes to mind, you are removing the clutter from your mind and placing it outside um, of yourself. You may um, ask, how does this help? with getting out of your head. Well, it helps because it is allowing your brain to feel satisfied that the problems are being acknowledged and removed. This is why, this is, um, I'm sorry, this way you are helping yourself manage your thoughts in, in a very practical manner by removing them from the mind and placing them on paper. It's also helping your brain to relax because it no longer has to remind you to focus on the issue because you have re recognized it. You know, once you put it on the paper, once you, you know, dump it on the paper, it to remove all the clutter uh, from your mind and place it outside of yourself. You may ask, how does this, you know, help, you know, with, you know, me dumping all of, you know, anything and everything um, on paper? Um, just as I said, it helps you to remove, acknowledge, um, and recognize uh, what is going on um, in your mind to help you to get outside, you know, to get, you know, to get outside of your mind, to, you know, get, you know, get off your mind, you know, now uh, so that you can become, so that you can be free, so that those thoughts won't be, you know, nagging you all day long, every day, every hour, every second um, of the minute. And so when you dump you know, uh, what's happening um, in your mind when you dump all of that on paper, it's helping you to release. It's helping you to 
recognizing is bringing back focus so that you won't have to focus on whatever it was that was trying to take over your mind um, in the first place. Um, so now, you know, um, I want you to, you know, just write, you know, all of the things that just comes to mind. So I don't want you to think about it at all. I just want you to write everything uh, that's, that comes to mind. And when you write all of those things down uh, that comes to mind, um, it's going to help you to release uh, those negative thoughts um, within you. Um, and it's going to help you to, you know, uh, think um, um, think about um, how uh, to release those things uh, from you. Um, and so with that being said, you know, you just, you have to be able to, you know, do certain um, activities to help you to get out of your own head now. Um, and to get out of your own head now, uh, the one activity I just shared with you, the mind dumping, will help you to get out, get out of your, um, get out of your head now, um, so that you uh, can fully focus on the important things of your purpose, the important things of your assignment, the important things um, of your destiny, uh, so that you can become fully what God has called you and chosen you uh, to be, and that means that. Um, even, and, and after you do the mind dumping, I always, you know, sit back and I meditate, you know, I have like this mindful, um, moment, you know, I do like mindfulness. Um, and when you do mindfulness, mindfulness helps you to be fully present and aware of where, uh, you are and what you're doing and what you're, um, you know, what you are at that moment and not, you know, allowing you to be overwhelmed by what's going on around you. And so when you do the mind dump, you know, practice, you know, mindfulness afterwards, you know, practice mindfulness afterwards. You can go onto a YouTube and find a five minute meditation, uh, where it can help you to refocus, um, recenter, uh, your thoughts so that those thoughts that have been nagging you day in and day out won't overwhelm you, um, anymore. I believe when we are mindful, uh, we become aware of ourselves. Um, I can't emphasize that enough. We become aware of ourselves. You know, we may see the good, the bad, and the ugly, but when we are mindful, we definitely become aware of ourselves. And when we become aware of ourselves, there we can change what we are aware of. See, we cannot change what we're not aware of. That's why we can't get out of our heads now because we're not aware of um, the things that we need to change because we don't take the time to... Um, practice um, mindfulness and so when we practice mindfulness after you do your mind up uh, we become more aware of ourselves we um, you see ourselves in a different light um, we don't see ourselves in the same light and that should help you uh, to really uh, be able to want to even move forward you know in life um, and and drop all of those negative thoughts and don't allow those negative thoughts to serve you to serve your your mind um, because you know this is just not healthy and it's just not good um, and so to practice um, mindfulness it helps us to see ourselves uh, in a different light um, mindfulness is you know awareness uh, that arises through paying attention on purpose um, in the present moment um, and so when we're um, you know paying attention on purpose in the present moment uh, we're putting ourselves in a non-judgmental uh, role um, so that we won't have to be uh, you know, judging all of the thinking, all of the thoughts that uh, uh, did not allow for us to get out, get out of our heads now. And so, um, when we uh, become mindful and when we um, participate in mindfulness, um, it helps us, you know, to pay attention on purpose 
um, and in the present moment with non-judgmental um, thoughts um, as we're doing it. And so mindfulness helps uh, us with self-understanding and it also helps us with wisdom. Um, and so I encourage you today, um, if you can, you know, take some time out to jot down, do a mindfulness. If you can't do it today, do it um, in the morning when you wake up. Um, you know, do a mind up and write all of those things that are coming to mind right away. Not something that you're just thinking up or thinking about, oh, oh, what should I write down? Nope, I don't even want you to do that. I just want you to write whatever is coming to mind, right? And then once you do that, you know, I want you to go into a mindfulness, um, you know, state uh, so that you can become fully present um, and fully aware of where you are and uh, what you are and what you're doing and not being overwhelmed by what's going on um, around you. And so this is um, the podcast for the day. Thank you so much for joining me on uh, this episode. I believe that, you know, mental health, um, as we are becoming ourselves uh, in God, that, you know, is very important because that's going to help us to be able to fulfill assignment and destiny um, in our life. And we cannot do that if we, if our mental wellness is not whole, if it's not healthy, if it's not strong, um, if it's, you know, not um, in order, we have to be able to really take care of ourselves so that we can become. I know that some of you have, you know, really have some experiences in your life and you probably, you know, don't understand why those experiences happen in your life. But I do believe that if you take some steps, some, you know, uh, some steps to really work towards um, becoming you uh, and getting out of your own head now, um, it's going to, you know, these steps, these activities, these applications uh, can help you, um, you know, uh, get out of your head now and help you to um, become who God has created you be, created you to become. Um, and so I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful uh, for the opportunity to, you know, be able to share this topic uh, with you all. Um, and so, yeah, I just want you all to be um, and to become all that God uh, wants you to become um, according to his purpose and his will uh, for your life. I'm Dr. Diane Duckett, and thank you for listening to another episode of Becoming You.